Hello, I'm Stephanie Belcher. And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to Two, two Peas in, in a, a podcast. podcast. A relationship advice show from two people who like each other very, very, very much. much. Stephanie, it's party season. It's holiday party season. Every season is party season if you try hard enough. Every season is party season um, if you want it badly enough. I'm from Wisconsin, and Wisconsin, and I lived in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's known as the festival city. Yep. Because every other week during the summer, there's Polish fest and German fest. Don't you have like garbage fest or something? My hometown had a garb has an annual garbage parade, but Milwaukee. <laughs> Right, no, not a garbage parade. It's a junk parade. Junk parade? As in garbage junk. Okay. Not the other kind of junk. Not like the junk in your trunk? No. In the junk parade, people just put their trash on stuff and then parade it through town. It's so like uh, on the back of your truck, you've got... A what toilet. Kind of, what kind of trash are we seeing? Toilets. Bed You sprays. name it. Junky cars. Old, anything that just looks garbage and terrible. Old Nintendos. Pizza boxes. <sighs> sure. I could name ki- all kinds of garbage for days. Well, here's what I like about Wisconsin. Now that we're on a totally different track, it kind of goes with parties. I had an old boss who said that him and his wife were newly married and they were visiting Milwaukee at uh, their nephew's like soccer game or whatever. And it's Saturday morning. 10 in the morning, kids' soccer game. And he said there were parents, like, tailgating with beer and grilling and stuff at the kids' soccer game at 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is that normal Wisconsin party time? I didn't know it wasn't normal until I went to <laughs> Minnesota to visit a friend, and there was a Vikings game going on. And first off, the uh. stadium wasn't full, so <laughs> obviously not Packers. And then they said that they were tailgating. And I saw, I don't remember seeing people doing anything. In Mm. Milwaukee, there are these big containers. There's the Milwaukee Brewers, the baseball team. There are these containers for you to put your charcoal in, and you open the back of your truck, you sit on it, you drink beer, you make brats. In the parking lot? Yeah. You just dump your charcoal on the ground. Well, no, they put out containers for you. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's really fun, though, because I've done it a few times and you bring enough food you share it with strangers strangers want to give you food you sit there and talk about stuff i've been told to not give strangers food (laughs) or take food from strangers that's fair but in this instance but when every day is party day and every season is party season i will take food from whoever you are as long as it's decorated like a christmas tree i will probably eat it so do you want to experience good tailgating? Wisconsin's the place to be. Well, to get back on topic, party season being the holidays, <laughs> the holiday season mm-hmm. and the hoop-dee-doo and the dickery dock. Um, he's coming down the chimney down. Great song. And I don't know. There's just a lot, I feel like there's a lot of parties. We went to go see a movie, Home Alone. Was in the theater nearby, so we and saw that. And they were that. playing it for free. It, it was, was so free. much fun. And I have, a, I have two work parties this week. Oh, the cool. The same job. Same job. We have one for our like our building on Wednesday, and then we have one for our whole shebang on Friday. I do have my ugly Christmas sweater this year. You do? Yes, it's very good. I will reveal it later this week. <laughs> I think it's very good. 
it's a little turn for me because normally I'm like digging way back and getting something ill-fitting um, and very old. I've kind of classed it up a little bit this year. I think it's fun. And then we have another, we have a like vac- a family many. vacation party this weekend, which I think will Two, be good. We're going to watch Christmas Vacation. Then my sister's in the Nutcracker. We got all kinds of stuff. It's the holiday season. You know what it's like. It's stressful. It's crazy. It is a lot in a short amount of time. It is a lot. But you know what? We're here for you, and uh, we're here to get you through. So if you haven't listened, if you're just if you're new to the show, I would suggest go and check out. There's like 36 other episodes you can listen to. <gasps> so much good content. Start at the back, grow with us, see how far we've come, see how far you can come and grow from all of our information and facts. And then if you want to participate, go to our uh, Facebook group, groups, nope, Facebook, backslash groups, backslash Podcast, and then... Uh, if you're really hooked, send us some of your questions on, and we'll answer them on the show. And we'll even say your name on a podcast. So if you haven't listened to us before, this is Two Peas in a Podcast. It's a relationship show from two people that like each other very, very much. Traditionally, we have two parts to our podcast. The first part is P's and Q's, where we take a question from you, our pod squad, and talk about it. The second part is a split, where we take a relationship article torn from the headlines, and then we chat about that. Sometimes, though, we do a different segment when we have a thought or an idea. And so Dell had something to break up the questions and answers. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to deviate from the formula a little bit with something special that we call Pea Shooter. Pew, pew! Now, Pea Shooters, I've been wanting to do this one, and it was really spurred on by the uh, comment section on our, um, on our group. I had posted a quick question just that we're looking for topics for holiday stuff. I just put it out on Facebook. And, you know, there were a bunch of different questions, but there was a resounding theme and it came around like money, budgets, gift giving. And it made me think that, oh man, I got to do this. I got to pull the trigger on this topic because it, it covers all of those things. So today for Peace Shooters, something that something near and dear to my heart, and it's the annual secret Santa style gift giving uh, situation. Yes. For those of you not familiar with the Secret Santa, you uh, you put your name in a basket with some people. You might be related to them. You might go to work with them. They might be your friends. They might be someone you don't even know. The names get all turned around, and you pick them out of a basket or a hat or some sort of thing, and then that's the person you get to gift. You draw a name, and you uh, that's who you buy for, Secret Santa. Well, and it's kind of helpful. I don't know about everyone else, but we... I mean, we do a Christmas budget. We're saving for a baby. We got a lot of stuff going on. Babies are not cheap. <laughs> Especially those, like, top shelf babies. Very expensive. So, I... Traditionally, I think we just kind of get stuff and then add it up at the end of December and we're good to go. Well, I've got 100 siblings. You have, like, six. And <laughs> it gets expensive. So, this helps in our families, too. So, we do this draw names... Uh, secret Santa type thing for our families. And this is helps with our budget because the keyword is draw names. Well, and so what we're talking about is how do you manage you have gifts for your family on both sides? Do you do sides, nieces and nephews? Do you do lists? Do you not do lists? And then it's hard to know what people 
want sometimes Mm -hmm. and i'm fairly practical so the idea of giving someone a garbage gift they'll never use again makes me really anxious it does and so here's what we're gonna do for pea shooters if you don't know pea shooters is when we will uh review a a certain sort of relationship helping tool and technology and we've done apps in the past and we've done a couple different websites and today we are going to do this website and as i've mentioned very due to my heart drawnames.com now we're not getting any money from them yet yet uh it is their 15th anniversary can you believe it happy anniversary drawnames.com they started back in 2002 easy to remember drawnames.com but first we're going to start off what we do here's a little advice because we have hundreds of family members how do we buy for them so in my family all the in-law the the sibling in-laws and uh, the siblings and the parents we all put our names in this draw names app mm-hmm. website and then usually it's my youngest sister because she's the most technologically savvy and she seems to be able to wrangle us because she's so very so there's sweet and adorable. an organizer yeah she's the organizer so you get an organizer and she get makes sure that we all sign up she presses go it scrambles everybody's names around and then you get an email and they have a facebook messenger integration and it shows you who your uh, secret Santa person is. Well, and in order to sign up for it, all you really need is an email address. So if you don't have an email address, this is not the product for you. No logins, no nothing, and it's free. Yeah, there's no logins. Probably the coolest part of it is, as the organizer, you can set certain people to not buy for each other. Like spouses. So like every year, you know, if you're drawing your own name, it would put a stop to that, and it would put a stop for me drawing you, because we already do our own kind of thing. So couples usually aren't buying for each other, and it really kind of diversifies year to year making sure that you're buying for someone different. It helps with the budgets because you're only buying for like one person and it makes it fun. And the website is super easy to use. It is. How many years have we been using this? On your side? Like three? This is three or four. And so we've been using it for three or four years on Dell's side. And so Dell's sister has organized it. All of the siblings or in-laws sign up for it. Then when you get an invitation, the cool part that I like is it lets you make your own list and it integrates with Amazon. Oh, yeah. So you can, I think I have a creme brulee set on there, but, you know, I kind of want to pick my creme brulee set, but I don't want it to be a thousand dollars. I want, I'm going for 25 bucks. So the best creme brulee set I can find on Amazon for 25 bucks, you find it, you paste it in there, it gets added to your own gift list. Bing, bang, boom. And sometimes then you can even ask questions. Say like, this creme brulee set, what if I got you a different one? Would that be okay? And you no! Can, and you can then anonymously answer back. It keeps everything anonymous. It keeps everything like down low. And it's super easy to use. Very lightweight website. And like, I'm a huge fan of it. It's, I think it's really made the prospect of buying everybody in my family a gift. I love them equally. I love them thoroughly and forever but we'd go broke we would go broke even at like ten dollars a gift when there's so many people to buy for it would just take forever and this it it makes it competitive kind of competitive it makes it fun and it just kind of silly and it's the it basically computerizes that whole secret santa drawing a name from a hat and it's it's super fun and i highly recommend it i also like it because i have trouble thinking of stuff that i want and so something else that it lets you do is if there's 10 people on your list you are able to see what everyone has on their list Mm -hmm. and i like to go through it and get ideas so i'll look at my sister-in-law's lists and then think oh i'd like something like this or like that and it gives me other ideas for stuff i might want yeah it's it's great it's good it's like social media and the future meets santa's workshop elf on a shelf draw names 
Secret Santa. I, I it has I feel like the way it ties back into what we do, I feel like it really does help our relationship. It makes buying gifts a lot easier. It's it, it's less stressful. And I feel like when you get something that someone like wants, you you can still be thoughtful because it's more meaningful, I think. Well, and for one of the people, so my family is now doing this and then Dell side is doing it. And for one of the people on my list, I got him the primary thing that he wanted. And then I also got some extra stuff that I thought yeah. would be fun. You so can, You can deviate from the list. Yeah. It's all right. You do you. Mm-hmm. It's, just a, it's just a suggestion. Yeah. But, but it's cool. It's super it fun. Neat. So uh, that's our thing. And the uh, it's drawnames.com. That's our quick little review of that for this pea shooter. Pew, pew. Um, if there's a relationship style app that you'd like us to check out, you can send that to us. You can send it to me or Steph over Facebook through facebook.com slash groups slash peapodcast or email it to us at contactpeapodcast at gmail.com. Especially get to the holidays. I know different people messaging or traveling. There's probably hundreds and hundreds of cool tools that people use and apps uh, to keep in contact and to make the season even more merry and bright. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bright, can I share one side note? Yes. So, I was looking at flashlights on Amazon the other day. Okay. And I wanted a UV flashlight for any number of reasons. Mainly because I play glow-in-the-dark disc golf and I needed a new flashlight to help my glow-in-the-dark discs glow better. You know, obviously. And so I found these UV ray flashlights. And can I tell you what they're good for? Yes, please. So this is a newer world to me, and so I wasn't really sure what I was looking for. But I found a UV flashlight, and it said, Super Bright 100 LED Black Light UV Flashlight. Here, This is legitimately the title. You ready? Yes. Okay. Emits a powerful 30-foot ultraviolet flood light. Find pet urine, carpet stains, bed bugs, molder leak Mm -hmm, detector, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. more. Good for commercial use in hotels and homeowners, mechanics, HVACs, and to find scorpions. What? And I just laughed so much. I loved this. I had no idea that people were using these flashlights to find scorpions. Well, you showed me last night because you were looking and then you just started laughing your face off. It, look at this. Says, it says right here, find scorpions from 30 feet away. Who knew that this was even a problem? I like this product because of its versatility because... Have you ever been in the situation where no. you needed to find both urine and a and scorpion? A scor- that's yeah. And then I looked at another one. It said find urine and scorpions, and I'm like, what? And then I think we read some of the reviews, and this one guy said, "I love this because I take it with me to every hotel I stay at, and oh. I always check to make sure everything is clean." Okay, okay, yeah. First of all, gross. It's better just to not know. Other review, this guy was very disappointed because he said that he goes on this annual trip to Arizona to go scorpion hunting with his niece, and the flashlight did not work very well. I had no idea scorpions were hiding or that they needed to be found. Or that people did annual trips around them. Yeah. Are there scorpions in our house? Well. Little little holiday scorpion? We'll never know. We will know in two days when my flashlight shows up. I don't want to know. I'm going to find these scorpions. I'm going to... This... I am on a mission. I... I'm very passionate about this right now. I can tell. 30 feet away, babe. There could be hundreds of scorpions. Can we stop? <laughs> it's too much for me right now. Oh, I should put it on my draw names list. Do it. Scorpion gear. Ugh. So good. <sighs> Love it. Amazon is probably my favorite website. 
<laughs> All right, hon. I'm done with my stuff. What do you got for us? Now, this brings us to... I almost forgot. I had scorpions on the brain. The split. Where you take a relationship article and talk about it. A quick heads up. I'm reading a book that I'm going to discuss called Mating in Captivity. And I'll discuss that in a few weeks after I get through it. But it's by Esther Perel, who you might have heard about on NPR. And she has her own podcast on Amazon Prime. I'm guessing this is not about zoos. No. So I I don't remember how I found this book, but it's called Mating in Captivity, Reconciling the Erotic and the Domestic. Whoa! And so I've never really read a really... I've read books on sex and relationships, but I've never read a good one or one that I thought was helpful. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, great. But this lady is a... Just... It's going to take me a while to work out my origin issues and everything she's pointing out. And she just uses wording and phrases that it's really good. Would you say she's like the Mark Twain of relationship novels? I think Mark Twain. A less racist Mark Twain of relationship novels? I just found Mark Twain boring. So I was like, (laughs) I think she's interesting. Oh, it's not a novel, though. It's like a... Here's, it's a, here's some facts kind of book. She's a therapist, so she's okay. got a lot of case studies. Okay. Okay. But good, this good, week. Good light holiday fun. I'll find a way to synthesize that information or maybe break it down into a few parts because there's a lot. Well, I appreciate the heads up. But if you want to read it, you can check it out from the library digitally. Ooh. Ooh. Most libraries probably have it. So, but today we're going to talk about something else. Okay. So it's the holiday season. The and holiday season. And a whoop de doo and a dickery dock. So, the holiday season is all about one thing. Holidays. Spending money. Love. Love. Yeah, right? There's a lot of holiday songs about love and about, like, hey, we love each other and that sort of thing. Uh, Baby, It's Cold Outside is probably one of the most classic (laughs) love songs. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Okay, so, (laughs) uh, what does it mean to feel loved? Cultural consensus and individual differences in felt love. Felt love. I know, not the not the material. Not the mu- like those flannel graphs <laughs> back when you were a youngster in the Sunday school and Jesus comes out. And, uh, uh, and this is from the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. So this is about like touch or feel or... Your feelings. Oh, my, fe- my feels? It's about your feelings. Oh. And the principal author is Dr. Hishmati. Dr. Hishmati. Yep. Love, love their stuff. Classic <laughs> Hishmati. So... The study sets out to do one thing. It wants to understand what most people think, how most people think you feel loved in certain situations. So what situations make most people feel loved? Um, When I get pizza, (laughs) I feel super loved. Scorpion hunting. Scorpion hunting. Gifts. Good hugs. British baking show. So the doctor and team recruited about 500 Americans. Half them were women, half them were men. I personally feel that this distinction that they are Americans is very important. Well, I'm not going to delve into that part, but they do talk about cultural differences mm-hmm. because what Americans think me- it means to feel loved, other cultures don't think that. Money, guns, fried food, well, football. The example it gives in the article, now that I'm going into it, is that basically in, when you smother someone in America, they don't think you feel loved, but oh, yeah. in... China or other countries, feeling smothered might make you feel loved. Oh, 
Mm. Yeah, I know, no, right? No. Uh, but we're going to focus on America because okay. that's where we live. We are American. America. And the study was men and women, about half and half. Okay. So they found these people and then they gave them 60 different scenarios for. And then they asked them for all these scenarios would most people feel loved if. And then they listed the 60 scenarios. Oh, that sounds pretty straightforward. So, some of the examples were, would you feel loved if someone confides in you? Would mm. you feel... Oh, and the answers were, you think most people would feel positive, neutral, or negative about it. Okay. So, for example, how would most people feel if someone confides in them? Would you feel loved if someone confided in you? I would. I guess, I guess what, what is what in love? Because I would feel, I would feel like, oh, you trust me. Oh, you must see me as a trustful person. And I guess that's a step. I guess that's like love adjacent. It probably depends on how close you are too. Because if some people are just spilling it out and it's too much, then you feel smothered. Boundaries, boundaries. American style. Or another example was um, supports needs and goals. Would most people feel loved if someone supports their needs and goals? Yeah, I, I feel that. If I'm doing a thing that's good and people are like, yeah, that's good. I'm like, yeah. And the important distinction here is it wasn't necessarily asking, would you feel loved? It was asking, oh. would most people? So it's trying to get at culturally, what do we think it takes for people to oh. feel loved? Okay. So we're talking about the culture. All right. So to get to the results, the major finding that they found was, for most people to feel loved, it is what you do more than what you say. I agree with that. So behavioral actions versus purely verbal actions triggered more agreement that people felt loved. I think it's that uh, actions speak louder than words situation. Yeah, it's you pretty can basic. Be, you can be all talk and talk can be good. I mean, because it is. I mean, I will say to have a relationship with someone who just does things but never actually like says "I love you." That might be kind of rough over a long period. Yeah, of I think time. it would. But I do feel, for the most part, that might be more rare. That people never say "I love you." Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's not they were, what they were looking for anyway. So. <laughs> just... uh, so we've heard that before. We've heard you. Know, it's what you do, not what you say. But I thought that study was interesting. I'll get to the top four things where most people think you'd feel loved for that, but. It made me think of the James Chapman book that talked about the five love languages. Oh, yeah, the languages of love. And it was interesting because some of these would kind of be grouped into the action part, like gift giving and doing stuff or whatever. But then words of affirmation gets bucketed into its other thing. It does. Did Ooh, you see that? We just had lightning. December lightning. Weird. Usually, that was intense. Was wow! Well, we're okay. We're okay so far. So good. Okay. Stormwatch 2017. So here are the top four things that people thought would make you feel loved. Okay, football, pie, pizza, food. Okay, what would really be your top one? Do you think? Oh man. Um. Ooh, I don't know. Just I feel like a. Hmm. I think me feeling love. Or most people feel loved. What do you think? Oh, that, oh, oh, oh we should oh, say okay. most oh, people. Oh, oh, Let's oh, oh, stick oh. with the study. I think most people will feel loved when people show interest and they like, care about them. Yeah. I think that's a big one. I think that's a good one. Feeling listened to and validated for their feelings and actions. 
I to- I agree with you. And when you give me money. <laughs> Cold hard cash, preferably hard cash. 20s. If you care about me, you'll give me money. Um, <laughs> Sacagawea dollars, because they're awesome. Only. <laughs> so number one is a child snuggling with you. Oh. I know. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> So wait, that was a question. Like, do you feel most people think a child snuggling with you is feels love? Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a question. What All kind right. of a hole would say no to that? <laughs> no, that's a trick question. Oh my gosh, there's this podcaster I listen to that always mentions how much she hates children, and I wish she'd stop because every time she thinks <laughs> it, like, I just think like, oh, you must be a terrible person to hate. Down. All children, like some, sure, but all of them? All children. I don't know. Have you ever seen some of those movies? Like, poor Miss Hannigan. All <laughs> she was trying to do was run an orphanage, and these kids are just trying to dance around, keeping her up. They're the, they can be the worst sometimes. Okay, number two. Okay. Someone showing compassion in a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's close to what you were saying. It's, 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 a, it's like a, a kitty corner to what I was saying. I think so. <laughs> Number three, a pet being happy to see you. <laughs> I don't like that one for some reason. I'm like, really? Top, a 60 and that's number top, three? Wait, 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 wait. Top three pet being happy to see you. Uh, where are our standards, America? Come on. I think maybe it's because we have cats and our cats are just indifferent to us that we just don't maybe we don't know the pure joy of blind affection from a pet you know i don't need it i'm stronger than that (laughs) i come home my cat's like hey give me some food bye and cool man you do you um fish it must be i think these are dog people dog people are very gregarious about their uh how they feel about dogs so hey del who saved who? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> uh, that's a ne- that's a, that's another podcast. You saved thing. the dog. <laughs> you, no, I literally think you saved the dog. <laughs> they kind of, you know, dogs can have an, an emotional connection with people, and sometimes there's like therapy dogs. And I do think, you know, I do think sometimes dogs can have an impact on your your life. I totally agree. I think. Pets and animals are helpful. Ugh, we're getting off on a tangent. Those, we're go- I, I feel like if anything is going to make us lose listeners, it would be this. Yeah. So this is a bad road to go down. <laughs> Thanks for uh, hanging out as long as you did. Um, who saved who? <laughs> okay. But then, so the top three were behavioral stuff. Yeah. But then number four is someone saying, I love you. I love you. So I'd feel loved. Stephanie, I love you. Hey, Delbert. What? I love you. Hey, listeners. I love you. But not you, Jerry. Jerry, stop listening. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else, though. I love you. Aww. Aww. You're great. You're great. So that was that was number four? Those are the top four. I'm just going to list those out. But I, I, Okay. But let's, okay. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Saying I love you came in after a dog looking happy. <laughs> I know. I was like, really? But maybe, maybe if like a love, large numbers, more people have uh, pets to interact with, and they do have people who say I love them. Well, I think part of it could be there might be the people that feel really strongly about their pets feel so strongly that even though it's only a three point scale, it could have pushed that over the edge more. Yeah, because other people, 
I don't know. I don't know. I You know what? I'm not going to delve into the mind of a dog lover <laughs> because I'm sure they will tell me themselves. <laughs> We're going to get nasty emails about Listen, this. Listen, there are top three things that you need to know about if you want to be able to have small talk with anybody. Weather, kids, dogs. You got those down? You can have a conversation with literally anyone on oh, earth sports the sports team who Lo- won i always just try to look up who won in case it comes up the sports won. i have no clue what the team is doing in rich thick detail but i can tell you if they won you know what i think that's just a part of being a well-rounded individual yeah we eat different kinds of fun foods we go to the gym we read books and uh, we keep up on the sports the sports yeah that's what we call it i mean there are the there, teams there is a baseball there is hockey there is um, the soccer Skiing was on TV the other day. Oh, yeah, that was actually kind the of interesting. The commentator said skiing is the national sport of Austria. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. I, I guess when your whole country is like on a mountain, that's how you get places. <laughs> the best comment in watching skiing was, didn't someone say something to the effect of, well, he started at the top, but it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that but he didn't happened. mean it ironically. No, or, yeah, he was... Yeah, yeah. There was the guy who's like, he's the best in the world, but there's no place to go but down. I'm like... He wasn't trying to be funny. While you're skiing on a hill. They were watching him. Anyway. And Dad joke. Literally, there was no other place he could go. Nope. No, just telling the facts, stats. The facts, stats. I'm done talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's dinner time. <laughs> it's dinner time. Hey, everybody, thank you for your suggestions on what our topic should be. I really like that. Maybe we'll do that again in the future. We're trying to keep things holiday-oriented for our uh, our P's and Q's. Yeah, and-, and we have a list now, so we'll um, do a few of those over the next two weeks. So yeah. thank you for that. And uh, vamp, vamp, vamping, vamping. I'm going to – the people that uh, kind of mentioned gift stuff, we had Rick and James and Jared – um, and thank you guys for the, com- oh, and then Carmel was up there too. And, uh, all talking about different gifts. Um, and maybe we'll get more into that next week too, because there's some good questions kind of digging up. Oh, here. I love Carmel's question. What who is it? the, who is the gift of lingerie really for? Oh! Such a good question. Zinga! Oh, fantastic. That, we will, we'll talk about that next week. Yes. I okay. Bu- I mean, I buy it. Buy it for me. <laughs> clearly. <sighs> anyway, I look good in some nice leggings. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching a dating show, and this woman who, bless her heart, not too bright, kept saying "lingery." <laughs> <laughs> and she was with a girl that was really intelligent but really polite, and the guy. None of them wanted to correct her, so it was lingery all day. Oh, that's the best. Fantastic. Would you say she was lingering on yes. the word lingering? Yes. Very good. Very good. Well, so many good, such good content is on the way from your favorite podcast, Two Peas and a Podcast. So thank you, Pod Squad, for sticking around for 37 episodes. That's more than I am old. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, and we want to see your pictures of your holiday parties. Put them up on our Facebook group. We want to hear what you are all doing for the holidays. We want to party with you. Every day's a party if you want it bad enough. You heard that first here on TV's <laughs> in a podcast. So, again, if you have any questions, comments, or want to participate in all of the P-Podcast fun, you can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash podcast or you can email us at ppodcast at gmail.com and while you're listening to us i know you're listening to us right now 
either on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app or on SoundCloud. So while you're there, subscribe, like it, share it, rate, and give us a review. If you're on Apple uh, Podcasts, give us five stars, share us with your friends, spread the word of P Podcast because we love doing it and uh, we enjoy all of you. So, Stephanie, anything else? We hope that after listening to this podcast, you two learn that you can like each other very, very, very much. much. No. no.